Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello and welcome to The Sun Down Under, the podcast from The Sun coming to you live from Australia's Gold Coast. And I can confirm it is absolutely boiling here. So while you guys are freezing at home, I'm going to bring you some seriously hot gossip to try and give you a little bit of warmth. So today's podcast is going to be a bit of a homage to the brilliant Fred. He had an absolutely roller coaster time in camp. He started off I thought he's going to be king of the jungle, but it all came crashing down thanks to that ongoing row with Josie Gibson. But Fred was an absolute pains yesterday. He sat down with us for a good chat about everything that happened and he really wanted to set the record straight. You know, I, I don't want people to feel bad, you know, and, and if, if somebody thinks that I did something wrong, I would apologise straight away and say, I'm so sorry, you know, of course. So Fred's row with Josie was something that had clearly been playing on his mind and obviously they have no idea how they're coming across in the jungle. So when he came out, it felt to me quite clear that he'd been given quite a bit of a briefing, possibly from ITV, but definitely from his fiancée Fruitcake about how he'd come across. And Fred really was at pains to, to try and set the record straight and, and talk to us about Josie. Josie cooked some really good meals in there, undoubtedly. No, no, it was good. It was good. My thing was... Because Josie, what she did, she was cooking a good meal. But in the jungle, I think that what I did in the first two weeks, which the other campmates told me, because I never watched the show. I, I watched last year because I was fascinated that Mike Hancock was there. And I thought, let me just watch the show. You know, and when I saw a week or two or something, then I, because I'm busy, I didn't have time to watch it. So they said to me that they never seen somebody cook like that in the sense that, okay, you cook today, but you're thinking about tomorrow and you reuse and recycle whatever mm-hmm. you have in order to not only elevate, but only to give, elevate the food so that a different taste, you know, to bring flavor, but also to ensure that you have more of a nutritious meal the next day. And that's what Josie didn't do, right? She didn't think about tomorrow. But for today, there was nothing to say. The food was good. In insight, if you ask me now, I should have just let her get on with it. I should have just sit back later and just had a conversation with Nigel Farage about whatever there was. Well, I think the, some of the viewers got very uppity and just said you were a bit, I mean, it's not my opinion, but you're a bit sexist because you were really on and on at Josie. And I think if you watch it back, it does look like you're sniping at her. 
but then when Sam starts to cook, and I think it's maybe just the edit or the way it comes across, okay. that you are very so relaxed. So I feel like the public might think you were a okay. bit mean. So I am not sexist and I am not mean. Ultimately, when it was put to him how it had come across, it was obvious he believed it was the show's editing and, and naturally we do only see one hour out of 24. It was tough for him, I think, to hear how he come across because ultimately he was he loves Josie. He spent a lot of time with her in camp. He's even setting her up on a date with one of his friends. They do have a good relationship, but this is something that it's, it's played on Josie's mind. She's talked about it openly. She does think she was treated unfairly. So when I sat down with Fred, he was pretty distressed by what had happened. We talked to him about the allegations of bullying and misogyny, stuff that fans have been saying um, on social media. And they, they can really jump to her defence. And I feel like the reason Fred came out so early was because of this. And he sat down, he said, I'm not sexist, I'm not mean. You know, my, maybe my comments were ill-judged. He said the only regret he has from his time in camp was was talking to Josie about the cooking. He said, I wish I'd just sat back and enjoyed it. I wish I'd said nothing. And he also admitted that his mum was going to give him a pretty big rollicking. I'm still scared of my mum if I do something wrong. You know, she's going to say, what did you do in the kitchen? Why did you... She's going to say that. Why didn't you let her cook? And I'm going to say, mum, I just was worried about the campmates and I was worried that tomorrow we're not going to have a stock. But Frédéric... She calls me <laughs> Frédéric when she's upset. But didn't I tell you to leave me alone when I'm in the kitchen? Why don't you do that? You are just impossible. And I told you, she's going to turn me off. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to say, I'm sorry, ma'am. She's going to say, you're not going to do it again, are you? I'm going to say, no, of course not. Okay, off you go. I'm going to get a bollocking for my mum. And I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> During his time in the jungle, Fred also obviously had that really well-publicised clash with Nella. And just like with Josie, Fred was really keen to clear that up. I think it's very unfair and very unjust the way she's being treated. And I'm really totally against it. Uh, Nella is a great girl, she's fun. My children love her. When, when they said to me, oh, you're with Nella Rose, you're so lucky. We got on very well. I think that, you know, there was a misunderstanding. Misunderstanding happen all the time in life, but who doesn't make a mistake? Who doesn't put his foot in it? Who isn't wrong at time? You know, and I just, I don't have anything against Nella. You know, I just saw her when I come out, she was there, we had a hug. And, and I really like Nella, you know, and you don't know what people have gone through in their lives. You know, Nella has had it tough in her life. You know, she came from Belgium very young. Her parents died, you know, when she come out of the jungle, her brother didn't arrive. I mean, have a bit of kindness and respect and love inside your heart. And imagine if you were in somebody else's situation. And that's what I would like, I would like you to print because the hate has to stop. It's not fair. I mean, Nella has had a really, really difficult time since coming out. I, I feel incredibly sorry for her. I feel like she came across badly when ultimately she's actually a really nice girl. You also got to remember, she's incredibly young. She's 26 years old. She's the youngest person in camp. And, and ultimately she did clash with people. It was a huge learning curve for her. And with Fred, he was at absolute pains to, to talk about how much he wanted to support Nella, the fact that they cleared it up. They are close friends now. I mean, as soon as he came out of the bus yesterday from camp and into the hotel, he was straight up to Nella giving her a big hug. I mean, he's clearly really upset about this. He's been speaking to Nella privately and he's supporting her as much as he can. I feel like he is so desperate for that to get put to bed now and for Nella basically to, to be left alone. She has really been targeted by trolls online. She's had a really tough time. I mean, they're having to limit the comments on her Instagram account because of the, the nasty things people are writing. 
So hopefully Fred coming out swinging and, and setting the record straight and saying there is no issue. It was a misunderstanding. It's over now. Hopefully Nella will be given some peace and, and get the rest she deserves. Now, one clash Fred was very happy to talk about was with Nigel Farage. Now, before he went into the jungle, I mean, Fred made it really clear he wasn't a fan of Nigel. I mean, who could forget that sort of quite blistering tweet he sent a couple of years ago calling Nigel a coward. And they really did go toe to toe. Now, what was really interesting when I sat down with Fred was he just said, you know, we talked about politics a lot. And he said, was that not shown? And I said, certain conversations were shown. I was like, but we didn't see obviously the half of it. And he agreed. He said they really went toe to toe. He didn't pull any punches. But what I found absolutely fascinating, and obviously Fred did too, is Fred had no idea that actually he would get on so well with Nigel. Well, you know, I have never been as conflicted with a person than with Nigel Farage because I don't like the politician and I don't like the views and what he stands for. I think that's quite clear for everybody. But I got to know the man and I have really enjoyed being with Nigel Farage, the man. In camp, he was a team player, he was a hard worker. We have the same work ethic, he is a doer. I like the conversation with Nigel because we like history, we like current affairs, we can talk about people, you know, we are roughly the same age, so we could be sitting here like that and he looks at me and look at him. I raise my eyebrows or I smile or something. <laughs> and, you know, and this is where the conflict comes. So they started to have this camaraderie I mean, ultimately, he, he didn't like him, but it's changed his opinion. And Fred said, you know, I'm still trying to process the fact that I am have a close relationship now with Nigel Farage. I said, will you take him for a pint? He said, yeah, I think I will. I mean, oddly, they actually uh, live quite near to each other. So, yeah, if, you, if you're in Nigel and Fred's neck of the woods, uh, look out in your local boozer because you might see those two having a pint. I also can't leave you today without having a quick chat with you about Jamie Lynn Spears. So a brilliant thing Fred actually told me yesterday. Uh, he just said Jamie Lynn in camp at the start very much was pretty much non-existent and she slept for 18 hours a day. Now, look, trust me, the jet lag is bad. It is bad. You know, I'm knackered still. I don't know what time it is. I, I feel like I'm in the upside down, but I'm not sleeping for 18 hours a day. God damn, Jamie Lynn, get out of bed. Uh, but ultimately, he, he sort of spoke at length about the, the trouble she had in the camp. And obviously we saw it and we told you at the time how from day one we were being briefed by our insiders in the camp that she was getting ready to leave. And obviously she then did quit. I mean, who knows what those medical grounds were because she then popped up uh, quite casually on Dancing with the Stars. So Dancing with the Stars is the American version of Strictly Come Dancing, which Jamie Lynn competed on before she came into the jungle. So she left camp Flew back, to um, flew back to Australia, see that's the jet lag, flew back to the US and then just popped up at the final. Now, it's quite well known in telling circles that when you go on these shows, you sign a contract and like with Strictly Come Dancing, that's why Zara isn't here to support Sam Pete Wicks' phone out instead is because she's busy with, with filming um, her documentaries, but also she has to appear on the Strictly final and take part in a dance. Now, while Jamie Lynn didn't dance, she was at the final in her full glad rags. Now, people are speculating, you know, was it in her contract? Did she always have to quit? Did she double book herself? I'm saying yes, she absolutely more than likely did. Um, I, I can't see it any other way. I think she's, she may have pulled a bit of a fast one, you know. She'll probably sue me if I'm wrong. So sue me if I'm wrong, Jamie Lynn Spears, but yeah. I think she's pulled a bit of a fast one there. 
And obviously last night we saw Nick Pickard. He's gone. Tony from Tony from Hollyoaks. Every time they say Tony in camp, I don't think of Tony Bellett. Well, I just I honestly think they're talking about Nick. Poor old Nick. But we did get to see uh, a different side to Nick. He's not just Tony from Hollyoaks. He is lovely Nick who threw himself into so many trials. Um, I'm going to head over to the hotel uh, in the next half hour to go and greet him. I'm pretty sure he wants a massive full English breakfast uh, and probably a pint of lager uh, and a sit in the sunshine. As Tony said when... Um, when Nick left camp. Enjoy your holiday. And it really is a holiday because the Marriott is a very, very nice hotel with a very nice pool that, annoyingly, they won't let me in because I'm not staying there. I'm staying down the road, which is very upsetting. But, I mean, Nick's spoken. I think he's had quite a tough time uh, with the trials. He said uh, the, the critter, the critter mixer, I mean, that was horrendous. And he said, ultimately, I'm covered in rashes, I'm cut. I think he's he's definitely in need of a rest now. But my lasting memory of, of Tony and camp will be that horrendous moment last night where you're listening to him having a tom tit and I thought I never never thought I'd see or hear Tony from Hollyoaks on the toilet Uh, but luckily for him the thrones in the hotel are far nicer than the jungle dunny Uh, so I'll be catching up with him today uh, hopefully post any of his toilet habits to have a good old chat but I'll bring you all the gossip on that tomorrow and let you know how Nick's getting on see you later 